As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The Athletic. Hi folks, welcome to another Friday episode of the Athletic FPL Podcast. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter at FPL General. It's a Saturday deadline this week, 11am UK time, which is 90 minutes before the Tottenham Brighton game kicks off. Game week 33 is a double game week for 7 teams, Arsenal, Brighton, Burnley, Leicester, Manchester United, Newcastle and Southampton. It's also a blank game week for Aston Villa, Leeds and Wolves. The game week doesn't end until Thursday night, so it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster. We had a provisional double game week announcement yesterday. So this week's FA Cup tie between Chelsea and Crystal Palace is going to dictate whether we get a double game week 34 or a double game week 35. So if Chelsea beat Crystal Palace, then Manchester United versus Chelsea will move to game week 34. So that would give Manchester United a double double. And it would give Chelsea a double game week 34. If Crystal Palace beat Chelsea, then Aston Villa against Palace will move to game week 35. So that would mean both teams, Villa and Palace, having two fixtures in game week 35. So all eyes on the Chelsea Crystal Palace FA Cup tie this weekend. We also had some big news this morning. Burnley have parted company with Sean Dyche. A bizarre time for a second. So I wonder how Veghorst owners feel about that one. On today's episode, I'll round up the pressers, answer 10 quickfire questions and take a look at captaincy and transfers for the game week. If you'd like to become an Athletic subscriber, visit theathletic.com forward slash fplpod to avail of the latest discount offer for new subscribers. In doing so, you'll get ad-free versions of this podcast. The main news from today's press conferences, I'm not going to go through every team. Some teams have FA Cup games, so I'm not going to touch on those. I've just picked out the main headlines that managers will be looking to for today's FPL transfers. At Arsenal, first of all, so Lacazette has not been training this week. Arteta's comments were... Obviously, there are private reasons that I cannot comment on, but I have no other team news to give you apart from the guys mentioned, which was Tommy Asu, Partey and Tierney. Arteta went on to say, we will see if he's available. 
there's a good possibility that that's the case. And since that tweet, I've seen another journalist tweeting that Lacazette has been feeling unwell this week. So it looks like there's probably a good chance that he will play, but I think that casts some doubt into Lacazette owners. I mean, if you're half thinking about selling Lacazette anyway, then maybe you go ahead and do so. Now, I've seen a few people talking about going Lacazette to Ronaldo, for example, which is quite a luxurious position to be in. So those are the comments on Lacazette. At Manchester United, Luke Shaw has been ruled out for four or five weeks and may not play again this season. So that is good news for Tellez, potentially, as a double game week option. Cavani, Varane and McTominay have been ruled out of the Norwich fixture, which is the first game of game week 33 for Manchester United. At Newcastle, Eddie Howe on Ryan Fraser, who picked up a hamstring injury. His comments were, I don't think it's too bad, but it was enough to bring him off against Wolves. We had a scan with him and it showed a very small problem, so hopefully it won't be too long for him. We'll see if he makes this game. So Fraser hasn't been completely ruled out of Newcastle's first double game fixture. Also on Joe Willock. Willock has been managing an ongoing knee problem, but he could be back to face Leicester. He said Joe has made good progress. He's trained this week, so we hope to have him fit. On to Southampton, just a few comments from Hasenhutl on Broja. He said, Broja on his best level is definitely a player that can help us, but the important thing is that he has to step up and find a way back to his best performances like we all have to do. So if you're a Broja owner, make of that what you wish. At Tottenham, Doherty ruled out for the season. Sessegnon is fit. I do think it'll be Regulon again at left wing back though. Brentford, Janssen and De Silva are available and in contention. So that, that was the main news. Just as I was starting to record, news came through from Roy Hodgson. Uh, Cucho Hernandez is going to be out for a significant period of time. So if you have him, you've probably got to sell him. Two teams that haven't taken place yet at the time of recording. West Ham press conference and the Leicester City press conference. So keep an eye on Ben Dennery's timeline later for comments from David Moyes and Brendan Rogers. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Ten quickfire questions now ahead of Saturday's deadline. First one from FPL Bafana. Is Corney, who is guaranteed a start, a better midfield option than the Leicester players, Madison and Barnes, etc., who will be subject to rotation. So yet, yeah, now that Leicester have qualified for the Conference League semi-finals, I don't like their assets as much because they're going to prioritise that. We've seen a lot of rotation in the league games already from Rodgers and I think we're going to see it again in Game Week 33. So I'm probably going to swerve Leicester City players altogether when it comes to my transfers. And I do think Corney is a better option. Now, I typed up this question before the Sean Dice news broke. So 
looked like Corny was guaranteed to start while Sean Dice was there. But you would think whoever's in charge this weekend, Corny will still start if he's fit. So I do like him as a differential for the double game week. I like him more than Veghorst. Question from Super Ashton. Should I sell Barnes for Madison, who's in much better form, or are both rotation risks in equal measure due to the Conference League involvement? So, yeah, if I own Barnes, I wouldn't be making the sideways move to Madison. I'd, you know, if you're selling Barnes, I think you go for a Corney or someone like a Ward Prowse, someone who's more likely to play both games in the double game week. I just think Leicester's a bit of a headache now. For me, they're in a void. You know, Dewsbury Hall's probably the best option because he's only 4.4, so you don't have too much invested there. But yeah, certainly wouldn't go from Barnes to Madison. If you're selling Barnes, I would look at a Corny or a Ward Price or elsewhere. If you've got some cash, you know, Mason Mount, Phil Foden, these kind of players. Question from Tim, another Leicester question. Who is the best Leicester defender? Tim says, are Justin, Amarty, Soyuncu and Thomas now locked as the Premier League back four? After Leicester progressed in Europe with Pereira, Fafana, Evans and Castagna at the back. So yeah, very much so. First choice back four is the European one. Pereira, Fafana, Evans and Castagna. So we could see the other four come back in now for the league games. To me, there's just too many options there. There's there's eight players for four positions. I don't think it's going to be four for, the, four for Europe four for the Premier League. It's not going to be that clear cut. So again, I'm just going to avoid Leicester. I think if you want in on the Leicester defence, you just get Schmeichel. Uh, you know, a punt on someone like Justin, possibly, for the double game week, I think is fine. If you've got Amarty, you can probably start him and hope he gets two starts. But yeah, Schmeichel is the only way, you know, Schmeichel is the only defensive asset that's under consideration for me when it comes to Leicester. But I've got Ramsdale. Hopefully he's going to be back in the points again soon. Moving away from Leicester, question from Ugly Wolf. Should we sell one of our premium assets, for example, Salah, Kane or Son, to get Bruno or Ronaldo? So yeah, lots of managers investing in Manchester United players this week. They've got the double against Norwich and Liverpool and then the potential double the following game week as well. So it could be four games in two game weeks for Manchester United. The problem is only one of those fixtures is really good on paper, which is the Norwich game at home. And I mean, that could be enough. Ronaldo and Bruno, even players like Sancho, could go pretty big in that one. I do like Tellez as a differential now as well, but hard to have faith in United for clean sheets this season. Personally, it hasn't even crossed my mind to sell Salah or Kane. If I own Son, the same would be true. I wouldn't be considering selling them. If you can get to Bruno or Ronaldo without having to sell one of those three players mentioned, then that's great because I think they're pretty good captaincy options this game week. But for me, Salah, the likes of Salah, Son and Kane stay. Even if you've got De Bruyne, I think he stays as well. So yeah, I think if you're looking to Bruno or Ronaldo, you only get them if you can get them in without losing one of the, these big hitting in-form assets. Question from FPL Composer. What's your opinion on Sancho if Bruno is unaffordable? It could be an easy switch to a City or Chelsea midfielder in gaming 34 slash gaming 35. Yeah, don't mind Sancho either. You know, the question is if you can get there. For example, if, if I had three or four million in the bank this week, I'd probably be looking at Rafinha to Sancho rather than, you know, Rafinha to Madison, Ward-Prowse or Corney, just for budget reasons. So Sancho, fine as a short-term punt. You, you get him for double game week 33. If they get a double game week 34, you probably keep him. And then, like Composer says here, maybe you can use it, 
move to a Chelsea midfielder then or a Man City midfielder. So again, Sancho, absolutely fine as a short-term punt, but I'm not going to have any Manchester United players in my team, I don't think, for these double game weeks. Next question is from Wild Swan. Is the Bruno two-week punt for Salah worth it? So let's say Manchester United get a double game week 34. Their fixtures for the next two game weeks will be Norwich, Liverpool, Arsenal and Chelsea. Salah's two fixtures will be Manchester United and Everton. So it could be Bruno, four fixtures versus Salah, two fixtures. But I've got so much faith in Salah that I think he can outscore Bruno, even if he's only got two fixtures versus four. And it's because of those opponents for Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, none of those are easy. So you probably need Bruno to go big against Norwich and then anything else is a bonus. I think it's fine to do so. It's a viable play and it could pay off. But like I said, I'm going to stick with Salah. I know I want Salah back in at some point anyway, so I don't want to use two of my very few remaining free transfers to, to lose him and then to bring him back in. So best of luck if you do go for Bruno. I hope it pays off for you, but I also hope Salah scores more. FPL Primo asks, which is the best defence to double up on? Liverpool, Chelsea or Manchester City? Good question. I think the best defence to double up on is Manchester City. They've got excellent fixtures between now and the end of the season. Cancelo's a must-have. And I like the idea of pairing Laporte with Cancelo. Or even if you've got lots of cash lying around, maybe even an Ederson to go alongside Cancelo and just try and rack up lots and lots of clean sheet points between now and the end of the season. Question from Tobias Tim. Do we keep Coutinho now with a possible double game week for Villa and 35. I think we do. My plan, you know, there is a temptation for me to sell Coutinho this week along with Rafinha, but I think the sensible play is if you can get away with keeping Coutinho on your bench this week, by the time game week 34 rolls around, we'll know if Villa have a double game week in 35. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to bench Coutinho this week, but I'm going to leave enough cash in the bank for Coutinho to Mason Mount next week. If it's Chelsea that have the double game week, not Aston Villa. So yeah, I think keep Coutinho if you can. But if it's a case of he's your only way to get to players like Son, Kane, Salah, I think it's it's still fine to lose him because there's no guarantee that they're going to have a double game week 35. I mean, it's unlikely because Chelsea are the favourites to beat Crystal Palace. If that happens, Coutinho won't have a double game week 35. But if you can, hold on to him until we have more information. Question from Thomas, out of these three forwards, Broja, Adams and Veghorst, which one would you replace first? And does it make sense to get Chris Wood for any of them when all three have a double game week? First of all, my commiserations for that being your front three, Broja, Adams and Veghorst. I think if I had to log into FPL every week and see those three up front, I'd be thinking, how did I, how did I end up here? The player I would sell first is Veghorst. I think Sean Dice is sacking has it's probably going to have a negative impact more than a positive one so I would be selling Burnley assets now Vekhorst obviously been very disappointing Broja and Adams they play for a better team so I would probably keep those two for the double game week and I would sell Vekhorst for Chris Wood I think Chris Wood's an excellent option for the double game week covered him quite extensively on Tuesday's podcast so I won't do the same again it's probably going to be too hard for me to get him Probably going to mean a minus eight. So I'm going to reluctantly not own Chris Wood for this game week. But I fancy him to do well. And I think Veghorst to Chris Wood is a very good transfer. Final question is from Andy Mack. 
It's a free hit question. Should we go all in on double game week players or mix it up with single game weekers who have good fixtures? So here is a very quick free hit draft, just a rough one because I put this together for the Athletic article yesterday. If I was free hitting this week, which I'm not, it would look something like this. Dubravka and Fabian Scher, double Newcastle defence. Trent and Cancelo would stay, even though they've only got one fixture, as would Salah and Son, and also Harry Kane. And then I would throw in a few double gimmick options, Saka, Ward-Prowse, and Chris Wood. So that's 10 players, which leaves you one more. You could go for any position, you know, an extra defender, midfielder, or forward of your liking. So that's just a rough idea of what my free hit squad would look like. A quick look at captaincy. Captaincy is wide open this week. There's lots of options. We're going to have quite a spread of picks this week. Bruno and Ronaldo, I think, are right up there. I know I didn't mention Bruno or Ronaldo in that free hit draft. I think they're just quite hard to fit in. And I'm not prepared to go without Son, Kane or Salah at the moment. So that's why they didn't make the free hit draft. I know a lot of free hit drafts will have them in. And like I said, it could easily pay off, but just wouldn't make it into my one. So Bruno Ronaldo, good capture options, but you really need to, to do well against Norwich because I can't see them getting much against Liverpool on recent performances. Son and Kane are excellent captains against Brighton. I like Salah against Manchester United. Then you get into the double game week options. Chris Wood or St. Maximin against Leicester and Palace at home. I like those two. I think if I bought Chris Wood, he would be my captain, but I don't think I'm going to be able to get there with the transfers I'm looking at today. Kevin De Bruyne, good captain against Brighton, if his fitness is okay. Madison and Barnes, I mentioned them on Tuesday's episode, but I don't like them as captains now that Leicester have qualified for the semi-finals. I think Ward-Prowse is a fine captain against Arsenal and Burnley. He'll play both games, corners, set pieces, penalties, Always a chance of a decent score across two fixtures. And Saka hasn't been great recently, as have Arsenal. They've got Southampton and Chelsea. I don't mind Saka as a captain either. So interested to see the captaincy percentages when the game week starts, because it's going to be going to be very interesting. I'm still undecided. I think my captain may not be in my squad yet. It may be one of the players I bring in tonight. So that brings me on to transfer options. I've only got one free transfer. I've only got nine players at the moment and I haven't made any transfers yet. So I'm going to take at least a minus four and I'm probably going to leave it at that. It takes a lot for me to take a minus eight. So I'm probably going to take a minus four, get to 11 and hope that they all start. So the most likely at the moment is looking like Doherty to Cher and Rafinha to Ward-Prowse. So the reason Ward-Prowse over Madison or Corney, first of all, he's a bit cheaper than Madison. And that leaves cash in the bank for Coutinho to Mason Mount if I want to do that next game week. I also just think Ward Price will get 180 minutes. And I think there's a good chance Madison won't start both games. So I'm not too keen on Leicester Assets now. And Corny plays for Burnley. It is a punt. So to me, of those three options, Ward Price is the best. I put a poll on Twitter just to get some views on this as well earlier. I said, who is the best Rafinha replacement from those three options? Madison came out way on top, 67% of the vote. Ward-Prowse came second with 18 and Corney came third with 14. So I'm going to go against the poll. I'm going to swerve Madison and I think I'm going to end up on Ward-Prowse and he may end up being my captain. It's probably, it's between Kane, Salah 
and Ward Price. I'll probably give Saka some thought as well. But um, yeah, need to need to give it a lot more thought tonight. But I could end up on Ward Price, which sounds crazy, but it is a double game week, and I find it very hard not to captain a double game week player. A couple of alternative transfer routes I could go for also for a minus four. I could go Rafinha to Dewsbury Hall from Leicester and then sell one of my 4.5 million strikers, Gellhart or Greenwood, for Chris Wood. And if I did that, Chris Wood would be my captain. A minus eight option would be Doherty to Kelly, who is 3.8 million, just a dead defensive spot. Rafinha to Corney as a punt, and then Greenwood or Gellhart to Chris Wood, who again, I would captain if I brought in. So if I buy Chris Wood, he'll be my captain. If I buy Ward Price... He'll probably be my captain, but again, I haven't given that too much thought yet, so that might change when I do some late Friday night tinkering. So, leaning towards the minus four, the first one that I mentioned, Ward Price and Fabian Scher coming in, and then captaincy will be decided late tonight. Best of luck for Gimme33, folks. Enjoy the games and enjoy your weekend. Best of luck to free hitters. I'll be back next week to preview Gimme34. If you enjoy the podcasts and you'd like to support me as a full-time FPL content creator, check out patreon.com forward slash FPL general. Wishing you all green arrows this weekend. The Athletic.